Welcome, Welcome to, to Sweet Lambruscos. Billy Longloins. Polly Firm. How you doing, my friend? So good. Good to see you. Same Z's. You had a class today in a treehouse. That's half half true, half accurate. I just had it in my house. So you showed up today via the online interweb. You showed up today, aka Magic Wire. <laughs> And uh, from time, what I time heard, travel. What virus. you said and what I heard, completely different. Uh, so, not surprising. <laughs> so you showed up. I think I, what it is is your brain goes too fast for you to listen to any one source. You're like an octopus. You have eight arms going at all times. See, I already lost you right that's there. No, I'm looking there. There it is. Jeez. Yep, seven thoughts happening all right, at the same so time. What I heard was that you were. Um, Going to um, what are they? What did you say that I think you said? Sightseeing, like a sightseeing class. Yeah, a <laughs> class on how to sightsee. <laughs> I think is what you thought yeah. I was doing. What, what doing we, with my time. This would be a weird day and age to learn. It's like it's like applying for a job with a, like a travel agent. Yeah, you know or, that's a job that the internet has firmly taken. Or over. or like a guy that that needs a class on how to sit. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've seen some poor sitters. If you have eyes that work, you're just kind of sightseeing at all times. <laughs> so what I heard was not what you're doing. So you were taking what kind of class were you taking? Sight singing. So what is sight singing? I'm not familiar with that. Well, that's like that's where you have like uh, music on a page and you have to sing the notes that are on the page. Oh, so it's basically reading music. <laughs> yeah, but there's okay. there's a few different systems out there. So solfeggio or solfege is what. Is commonly taught like that do re mi fa so la ti do. You hate uh, musical theory. I dislike it intensely, and that's different so, than reading the music. Well, right? it's all it's all rel- related, but it's all music. But uh, so the language, there's a few ways to do it. There's um, solfege, which is like that sounds Korean. Uh, it's Italian. Um, <laughs> solfeggio. Well, that's Italian. Yeah. The other one was South Korean. It's just the sh- I shortened it up. <laughs> Solfege, which is how people do sometimes. Um, and that's like, you know, what uh, Julie, Julie Andrews sings about in Sound of Music. Do a deer, a female deer. We, oh, he, really? a dr- Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I've heard, I think I've heard my sister say something about her before. But in the 50s, there was a guy, a background singer, I think, that, origi- that eventually worked for Elvis and organized all his background vocals. Mm-hmm. Uh, the group was called the Jordanaires. And this guy developed. Oh, okay, I know them. Yeah. Yeah, he developed this this system called the number system, that is way way easier. You don't have to worry about like notes, mm-hmm. uh, specifically the notes that are on the page. You just have to know what key you're in and where one is, or the tonic, as they call it. Okay. And, and then for background singing, it's important, right? Because we're you can chart it out on one page, and you don't even have like music staff or music lines. You just have your part in that chord and it's all re- relative oh, to I see. to the so you're basically just like pulling out the yeah. pieces that you're singing and then it all yeah and okay. you don't even have to know that you're in like let's say d major or c major or whatever okay well, that's pretty cool yeah so it's just like using numbers and math to uh know where you are and to quickly sing because you're on the clock when that red light goes on you're making money and you're right. spending money so you better get it done quickly. I, I just the other day, it's so funny you say math. I I I um I don't know how I got on this topic, but 
like the other night I was fucking around online just like looking up something and I ended up getting all the way into like integers and like different kinds of prime numbers and how five's like the third smallest prime number. And that went all the way down this wormhole where I'm reading about like is three and one the the yeah. number two and number and one? Yeah, and I was reading about and I ended up reading about fucking um like how um the um like how the uh pharaohs and like the Greeks uh, created uh harmony through using mathematics. Yeah, Sumerians. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I got done reading that and I was like, I feel like I should like have like know more about this. Like I feel like all that reading I just did, I have more of an idea of what I just fucking learned. Yeah. But I, it was so complex yeah. and weird and something that I have not read a lot about or studied a lot about. And um, I was like, fuck. I'm like, thank God that's not the path I went in college. <laughs> Who would I talk to? Well, I feel like the people I who would like, brain... have a good conversation about that stuff yeah. are people that like, they're up to something. <laughs> I think your brain naturally goes there anyway. So it's probably best that you did study something that's like different than that because mm -hmm. i think your brain is very logical but you kind of and, pulled me away from it yeah like i wanted to learn more but like i was unable to learn more at that like i got as far as i could go along with it yeah like i need someone to at this point instruct me to help me better understand it yeah know? and it's like yeah when we partied and drank back in the before getting sober like we were uh, prime numbers just walking around <laughs> in a sea of right uh you know reduced fractions yeah, now we're just walking around in a sea of fallacies. Um, so, so yeah, I mean, it looks like we we both. Well, you are you you're a music guy, you know. You went to college for it. Um, that doesn't but, mean much, but yeah. No, it does. I I do believe in, in in certain like fields, like you just said, like reading music. Dude. It's its own language, dude. Yeah, I, yeah. I could I could get a fucking perfect score on the ACT on the ACTs. I could ace the LSAT. I could fucking get you know. My, my GMAC, perfect, but you put music in front of me and you, you have an hour to learn this. I'd be like, all right, I'll try. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't be able to do it. Well, That's you, not because I'm not confident. Yeah. I just, I don't get those symbols. I don't get their sub meanings. There's yeah. a lot more than this looking at it and being like, okay, that's a G. Right. I would you know? say this, dude. Like, I, you know, my sisters were forced to take piano. I was doing um, other activities, sports and things. So Are I, they tall? Does one of them have long fingers? Because I hear that's like... It is good Extremely for the piano. Helpful. Yeah, it is yeah. good for the piano. Um, no, they're not especially tall. Um, but, you know, I ended up being the music major. And uh, when I, by the time I got to college, it was just such a, like a, somebody took an 80-pound dead tuna that had been partially frozen and just slapped me in the face with it. That's what it felt like. I was like, why? Why did you specifically say it, choose a tuna as, as, as a weapon for someone to hit you with to knock sense into you? Because they're, they're girthy. You know, like... <laughs> I think any semi-frozen 80 pounds. Well, okay, cool, okay, because let's think about it. Like, if it was a sledgehammer, that's broken bones, right? And you could definitely break bones with a partially frozen tuna, and but... you swing an 80-pound anything at someone. And they're sort of, like, top-heavy and like, a sledgehammer, but, like, I don't know. I, I'm thinking of, like, a of like a troll at the bridge with I think, salmon. I think more surface, <laughs> like, more surface area to hit my entire head with it and See, not just... This is why you're the best guy. My to nose. Talk to. Like you're the only person I know. Like last night, for example, I'm, mm. I'm, 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 um, I got some, some big, like, 
elaborate like thing I'm doing for my mom as she comes up. Oh, sure. Yeah. You know, and um, I was talking to Jesse, the girl that my friend that's um, going to be running the winery. Uh-huh. And she's sober. She's one of us. She's She's been sober now. She's just got like two years. She's just a really good shit. Um, and I was talking to her and I'm like, I'm like, I never asked you this before, but I'm like, like before you got sober, did, were you a song? Like, like that's, you don't just take over a winery with no knowledge of wine, you know? <laughs> yeah. And, um, and I was talking to her and she was like, well, she's like, this is a conversation that I'm going to have to call you. And I didn't understand why. Yeah. And I was like, all right, well, in the meantime, I'll, I'll hit up DJ. And as soon as I like said, the first question about me talking to you about wine was how does she drink her coffee? And I'm looking at that and I'm like, I don't know why the fuck he asked me that. <laughs> yeah. But he knows. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know? Yeah. And, um, and that's, that's this fucking like, you have no idea like how much that calmed me down, like how much like ease that put me at. Mm-hmm. I'm like, he's not asking about coffee because he's trying to be funny. He's not doing a rosy. No, no. You know? Like, yeah, I need to pick out a good wine for my mom. Has she ever had Spam before? <laughs> I don't think so. No. All right. Well, then that that changes everything. <laughs> you know? And then uh, when, when when Jesse called me, I was like, ah, she's going to think I'm smart. Watch this. I'm like, oh, just let you know, my mother likes coffee black. And she's like, did you, 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 you what, did you Google something? <laughs> and I'm like, no. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, ah, right, I got an ace in the hole. My buddy yeah. is like, you know, almost was a psalm, so. I do, I do ask, uh, well, I, I did a lot of wine study when I was in school, but mm-hmm. yeah, I do ask pretty much all my guests when they ask for a suggestion. I mean, I offer a suggestion based on whatever range they want to spend, mm-hmm. and that is usually the first question I'll ask them. Right, because at your, well, your work, yeah, more people, more people drink coffee and understand how they like that than they understand the wine world, right? Okay, but what, what okay, so what is the impetus of it like why why coffee is that, you, is right. that just so you can get a general feel of their palate or is it something that's more like yeah okay yeah yeah All so right. so like uh i thought you would talk the first thing i thought of is like okay like i thought you were talking about like what the hangover cure was first <laughs> no. he said coffee i'm like okay yeah, yeah she might be a little banged up and you know coffee and pedialyte yeah, right? yeah. I mean, you know my mom gets up with a hangover i'm giving her a glass of brandy yeah you know well no like so in in wine they call it tannins right which is when you leave the skin on longer uh, okay. and certain varietals of grapes like cabernet sauvignon syrah except petite syrah like they have stronger tannins the longer you leave it on there the more bitter it will get now you want that bitterness when you're trying to make it cut through something like a big juicy steak or uh-huh. a gamier meat like lamb or something that's a red wine because literally what it does is, is it right? yeah it scrapes your tongue and opens up oh, more flavors, okay. the more bitter. But it's not like bitter like coffee, is but it's why, along those lines. Is that another reason why people tell you to cleanse your palate by like smelling coffee beans? Um, or is that just a stupid myth that some hipster came up with? Yeah, I mean, I think, okay, so like there's a few things. Like if you go to a wine tasting and they're feeding you cheese a lot, it's really going to taint your palate because the, the tongue gets coated with lecithin, which is like a, a dairy. Yeah, part. like the emollients, right? Yeah. yeah. And so when that happens, it actually masks. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's like the, uh, it masks the, uh, <laughs> the taste of the, uh, of the wine. So it makes the wine taste better. Okay. So okay. if you really well, want to. That's why they say like a, a, like a buttery, like white wine when you're doing like fish or poultry. Yeah, and so like there's different levels of heavy, right? Depending mm-hmm. on what you order. So if your mom doesn't eat red meat, but she likes her coffee black, 
Um, what woman who drinks black coffee doesn't like red meat? <laughs> I don't know. She she sounds like like my kind of gal. I got to be honest. She she is like so we're so much alike, and at the same time we're so different. Like the only sister of mine, like of all my sisters, if you like put me in a room with all of them, Dominique is the only one that you would immediately understand that we were related. Like just from our interactions, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. like her and I are very 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 much like. In sync with Simpatico. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, I mean, like, I'm not saying I'm not with my other sisters, but I don't, dude, I don't know, like, how, like, we all ended up how we did based on like how we were when we were younger. It's really like, it's interesting to me. Yeah. You know. No wonder you study sociology and <laughs> government. It's like an ex- like a experiment yeah. in the. Yeah. So 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 this trip. So yeah, like um. I'm, I'm definitely oh, by the out. way, for our Australian fans, uh, everywhere in the world they call it Syrah, or in France it's like Cote or whatever. In only in Australia do they call the Syrah grape Shiraz. Okay. So if you see Shiraz, it's Syrah. Australia, Australians, Australians, Australians already know that. Yeah, they do. They're like, oh yeah, book. Oh yeah, I don't know what that was. Yeah. But I'm like, sorry, Australia. They're like. Like this, this is bracketed in an Australian accent. Well, they never apologize. Yeah, we for we know Gibson, what so. we know what Shiraz is. <laughs> you know what they would say that I he don't know what they, Shiraz is. They would say he moved to California and was there too long, and that's some California behavior. Does California really make people racist? No, I, I, I think he brought that one from home. He didn't mean that, Shiraz. No, I did. <laughs> I did. We just lost six of our six thousand viewers. Um, all right, so yeah, I got this this big trip planned, and like at first I was kind of stressing out about it because I really wanted to like, like the reason I'm doing it is because like when we're there, I want that status. I want them to see the bottle of wine she's getting. My mother's not going to know the fucking difference. It's not going to. I mean, none of us will. You could pour a cup of like I said, boxed wine. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'd probably be able to tell that okay, this one's better than that one. I don't know, like why mm-hmm. but this tastes like it came out of a box mm-hmm. but the thing is i just want them to know like when my mother like, look at all these people look she's gonna know that i i put like effort into this yeah and with you and jesse helping me i mean like i feel like now all i'm gonna have to do is just do what you guys tell me to do yeah which is great did she recommend a wine bottle or a well, we didn't we didn't get to talk because um we didn't really get into it but she was just asking me some questions like you know is your does your mother usually drink wine? And I'm like, not really. She doesn't really drink anything. And she's like, okay. She's like, well, what does she like to eat? I'm like, um, you know, like salads, fish, mm-hmm. sushi, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, and she's like, okay. But we're gonna get more into it. But there's another thing I'm doing. This is really fun. Is your mom gonna hear this? Are you gonna break a surprise or something? No, <laughs> my mother like. She, she'll listen to the podcast, but like if I'm like, hey, I'm like, don't listen to this one, you know, she's like, oh, why? Did you, what did you say? You, you, did you get in trouble again with, with, with the gay community? I'm like, no, I'm not getting in trouble with the gay community. She's like, yeah, but they don't know you're joking. <laughs> I'm like, no, I'm like, they do know, but they also know that they can just fucking do whatever they want yeah. and just, you know, whatever. But no, no, shit, I'm not worried about that. But um, so I got this big trip planned, and um, we're going to see Jerry Seinfeld, and we're going to my friend's winery. It's gonna be. It's gonna be epic. It's gonna be fucking great, dude. Although expectations, dude. 
So I um I was talking to my mom and my aunt uh, uh, last night, and what I've done is I put together basically like um, uh, um, a, a budget analysis because <laughs> such a poly firm move. So no, what I did was I and like, I love it. I I basically charted out like a ballpark of you know okay this is what you want to do this is roughly what it's going to cost and um i i've already like taken care of, of the, the flight the, the hotel accommodations and the birthday dinner and the jerry seinfeld so basically outside of that done them yeah they're barely looking at like gas the rental car yep you know other you know food while we're there i made sure that the hotel we're staying at in Buellton, mm-hmm. um they have you know free breakfast so that's taken care of, mm-hmm. and uh, the room has a fridge. It's like, it's like a, it's like a uh, what do you call it? Sweet. Yeah, like a sweet, but like a, um, a um, what do you, what's, what's the word I'm looking for? Like it's it's right next to a winery and it's on a golf course. Casita. Kind of like that, yeah. So I'm gonna play golf while I'm up there. Nice. Yeah. I need to get some clubs and I need to learn how to play, but I think that it's gonna be fun because they want to do a day spa thing. Mm-hmm. So what am I gonna do with them doing that? Go hit some balls, yeah, man. Go annoy people. Yeah. 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 By myself. Yeah, this sounds fun. Just, no, you can't play through. Why? <laughs> because I said so, motherfucker. <laughs> I don't care if there's four of you. Yeah. Four of you in wine country. I'm yeah. not fucking worried about it. Yeah. Well, you want to make some fucking unless, noise? I would say this: unless the golf carts are actually horses, then I'd let them play through. Horses. Yeah, because there's a lot of ranch, ranch, ranch guys up there. And they go on the golf course with the horse? Such an interesting... Dude, rat. no, it would be cool if they did, but I would say I wouldn't mess with those guys. But it is a weird part of the world, man. Like fake cowboys? No, they're real ones. Okay. And up there they are. No, they're not. Mm, hey. Hmm. Wait, you know you what? Test have it. You, have you ever, I will. Have you ever gone up there and been like, hey, man, we should go, you know, do something? He's like, oh, I can't. I got to, you know milk these cows and churn this butter and shave the sheep not that expressly but yeah i did work that's a cowboy i worked on a ranch a little bit growing up did you yeah you know what i want to do i want to meet somebody that is firmly like engaged and ready to end a dispute with like a pistol like a challenge to do like one of those guys i don't want to be the one dueling him but i want to egg someone into doing it to him then watch him like kill him like, what do you think was going to happen? Just instigate. Like, challenged him to a duel. The dude was like, I have a gun. You'd be like, bro, that guy's wearing a pirate hat, and he's got an open carry. <laughs> it's like that fucking episode of It's Always Sunny, where Charlie goes, well, well, I'll tell you what's doing. The lawyer's like, all right, I have you down for 3 o'clock tomorrow for yeah. a duel. And he's like, I would, have, I got a gun right here in my desk. I'm going to shoot you right between those teeth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah. I'm so excited about this trip, dude. Man. It sounds like, and, and that time of year too is going to be so nice mm-hmm. up there, man. The fires will have yeah. abated. That's what Jesse the new was green saying. growth will be on the ground after the first few rains. It'll be beautiful, yeah. man. Yeah, she's crisp, like, yeah, but not awesome. freezing. And the thing is, is like I, I'm, I guess because I've never really experienced it because I'm not from here. Mm-hmm. But the thing is too, it's like this is all happening, and it's like, well, yeah, this is what this is why I got sober. Like this is what happens when you're sober. You get to like this is sober plan shit. shit. Yeah. And not just be like, oh, I'm just gonna get hammered and ruin everybody's trip. Yeah, you wait for everyone else to plan something, then you swashbuckle right. in. Right. No money. Just yeah. gimme, 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 gimme. Yep. You know? And then check yeah. out. 
Like now I call my mom and I'm like, hey mom, I want you to come over for your birthday. I'm gonna book your flight. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna take care of everything. Happy birthday. And she's just like That's awesome. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. That's really is. cool. It's fucking great, dude. And and I, and I know that she's thinking on the other end of the phone, she's like, This is a completely different person. Yeah. You know? Oh, she also be like a little bit of we'll see. No. no, she knows. No, she knows. She dude, she knows that like like planning a trip like this and, and like the, the 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 money that I've spent and stuff, that's not the act of somebody that is up to something. Like mm-hmm. that's just full of like waiting for the shenanigans, you know? No, you're really you're really trying to uh to, to do the thing. Make up for twenty years. Yeah, I mean <laughs> well, yeah, just making the, those am- living amends. Right. Like, you can never pay your mom back, dude. She gave you birth, her life, you know? So it's not really like you could ever... You're already born into a rigged game if you're trying to pay her back. But what you can do is is show her with your time, resources, yeah. and energy how much she means to you. I tried to send her $1,000 a couple months ago. Mm-hmm. Um, because there was a time in uh, after college when, you know, like I got her to give me money. And it was like... The one time where I like straight up, like manipulated, like planned it, like, like it was conniving, deceitful. Mm-hmm. And I called her and I was talking to her, you know, then like the next day I sent her a thousand dollars and she was like, did you send me a thousand dollars? I'm like, yeah. She's like, that time after you graduate. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> she's like, I fucking knew it. <laughs> like, she's like, it's, she's like, it's frightening. How you fucking like the effort you put into that? Yeah. Where if you would have just been like, "Mom, I need to borrow a thousand dollars." Right. Yeah, like we'll generally work <laughs> five times harder than we need right. to to not do something right the, the hard way. And she sent it right back to me, hmm. and so I sent it back to her, and she was like, "You don't need to pay me back." You guys hot potatoed. Yeah. She's yeah. like, "Dude, you're living in Southern California. Like, you're not working right now. I don't even know where you got this money." Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I, I, I tutor. And she goes, oh. She goes, how much money do you make tutoring? I'm like, well. Enough to pay, pay, yeah. try to make amends <laughs> yeah, to. Yeah, and, and she wouldn't let me do it. But that's why she's letting me pay for this trip. That's cool, man. Yeah. yeah. I'm excited for you. Mm-hmm. And, and for them. It's going to be a good time. Yeah. Oh, they fucking were ragging you the other day. Good. So for those of you that don't know, Longhorns is a big Lakers Ah, uh, Not with LeBron. I'm still a Lakers fan, but dude, I'm in hibernation that's on Lakers, that shit. That's a Lakers fan. That's a Lakers fan. I'm on hibernation on brand that's LeBron. Like, that's like Bobby Mayville. He's, dude, he's he's a Golden State Warriors fan. Dude, my whole when they win, my whole life you know? we have like diehard guys that want to be a part of that team and wear that purple and gold, and then we get this we get this this mercenary that comes in wherever his brand can be built up. He changes his number to sell more jerseys. He does all sorts of crazy ass shit. A 36-year-old black guy from Ohio trying to claim Taco Tuesday. Dude, that blew. That was like, welcome to L.A. And, and everyone that I know was just like, fuck off. Well, even though he's black, you know he couldn't get yeah, away with like, do trying it. to brand like LeBron chicken and waffles. Like something like, like yeah, you know. It had nothing to do with him being black or anything. It was, that's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it was just yeah. like, dude, you... Dude, I understand the guys over at at CCA, which is, or CAA, which is Creative Artists Agency. His, you know, agents are saying like, "Yeah, I had a little thing with them." We've got all these modules, and we'll we'll teach you how to build up to a billion dollars and and extend right. your brand beyond right. your playing right. career. And LeBron's idea is, they have tacos out here. It's mm-hmm. Tuesday. Yeah, I saw on a sign. Too. 
Taco Tuesday. I want to trademark right. Taco Tuesday. And it's like, bro. Like, why can't they do something that, like, was like. It's like trademarking sunshine. Right. Oh, right. Or heaven. Yeah. Um, it's like, why can't he do something, though, that was like a creative play on words, you know? Like, yeah. Like, fucking. Nothing really goes with LeBron. LeBron bonbons are like Linguini LeBron because they love yeah. chili on pasta in Ohio. Yeah, something that's like maybe yeah. like harkens back, even though he's left the Cavs. But like LeBron's awesome autism fucking avocados. Yeah. 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 Because if you're from Ohio, like yeah. even though he's a great athlete, mm-hmm. he's got to have some kind of a, like on the spectrum somewhere thinking of the Taco Tuesday thing. That's just him being an unfortunate victim of being born in Ohio. Yeah, I, I guess, but that's, you know? that's just like, uh, I don't know, check the room. They're not forward thinkers in Ohio. People don't come out of Ohio and do great well, he's, shit. He's won his championship. Like, I don't, right. I don't think he, he's player. very good. He's, yes. he's one of the greatest of all time. And, and but I got to well, be honest. I mean, after I don't Larry think he, Bird and Brian Scalabrini. <laughs> Scalabrini, of course. Yeah. I don't, I, I just don't think that he get, he really cares uh, about winning a championship here. No, he doesn't. He cares about building his brand in Los Angeles. He won the most useless fucking championship basketball's ever seen. The Lakers, this is as bad as them claiming that other championship that they won in the ABA and claiming it as an NBA championship. Yeah, I would say since like the, the two came together, all those previous championships. But you guys all count. The, you the guys, Celtics won were you, in the NBA. All of them? All of them. There's no doubt you guys have a. We di- don't skimp. A, you do have a dynastic. Uh, uh, are they resume? Okay. Are the fans racist? Yes. But are you guys, they, you they, guys have been around longer than the Lakers too. They've been around longer than racism. I honestly think that Boston fans and people from Boston, like honestly, like, brought racism into pop culture. Oh, I like, heard. Of, they're so fucking racist. I heard about your co- your coach. I mean, we're shitting on the Lakers here. Let's just talk about your amazing... He is an amazing coach. But I you guess know, the, he was I, also putting in some OT with one of his uh, co-workers. This is what I so think So they're going to the suspend him for the year? It's it's. He finally gets his shot, and then he, he gets suspended for a year after the greatest rookie season coach it. of all time? It's already happened. What what is What's dissecting it going to do? Nothing. Yeah, he fucked up. Yeah, okay. Not a good character. I, it's not, but everything you see on it, it says consensual. That's very important. So then, why is he being suspended? Because they violated team policy. And what? Why is that team policy? Uh, because you, it's, it's like if if you worked in the White House and got your dick sucked by a Jewish intern, it's against the rules. That would never happen. I know. I know. Yeah, that would never happen. Yeah, or if somebody put like a cigar in her vagina and then smoked it. Like shit like that. Who would even think of something like that, dude? I don't know who would ever do that. That's crazy. I know if I did it, I wouldn't pick a fucking Jew to do it with. Jews have the fucking a Jewish girl? You think she's going to keep her mouth shut? That bitch already told 15 people while her fucking mouth was on his dick. I think it had more to do with her being like 23. Have you ever spent any time with a Jewish broad? Yeah. Yeah. If I was sitting here with a Jewish girl and like fodded, 15 people would know about it. <laughs> what are you doing? I'm just talking to my sister. What, what are you talking about? <laughs> I don't think you farted. Why would you tell her that? Because you did. 
Because there's nothing else to fucking talk about. They're a bunch of yentas. <laughs> but check it out. So, um, uh, yeah, it sucks. It's unfortunate. And, you know, it, the first thing I thought of when that happened was I thought about his kid and I thought about, you know, his uh, his longtime girlfriend. Uh, what's her name there? The actress. Um, I can't think of her name. But anyway, it's... it's, it, it's Who, the coach? Yeah, I mean, Yudoka's, he's married, you are, he's been in a long-term relationship with that actress. Uh, oh, so he was having an affair with a co-worker. Gotcha. I didn't even realize he was in a thing. Yeah, I mean, that's what I woke up to today. And I saw that, and I was like, fuck, man. Because it's so, like, it's the complete opposite of, like, the fucking brand of accountability he instills in his system. And that shit fucking worked. It's the exact opposite. Yeah. Well, you... you I mean, one end of it, yeah, of course it was wrong. He's gonna, he, he messed up. He's going to pay the consequences. That's the end of that story. You know, knowing you, though, like, and talking somewhat basketball a little bit here and there over the last couple of years, like, I have to say, man, I it, it is cool to watch what, what's going on over there in Boston. Um, you know, you guys have a good thing going. Hopefully it, you know, writes itself or whatever. Yeah, but. our coach... That would suck for him to sit on the bench of legends for all those years and then finally get a shot and then fuck it up. You know that the Celtics are on. They're going to win the championship this year. It mm-hmm. doesn't matter. Yes, they are. It doesn't matter who the fuck is coaching them. I'll bet you they on that. They are going to win. I'll bet you on that. Dude, I'll find What do you want to bet? No, what do you want to bet? I'll tell you what. I'll How bet confident you. are no, no, you? No, I'm very confident. Right. I'll bet you and let you name the price if you come to the game with me. That got to work, dude. That has nothing to do with the other thing. Me putting up a large amount of money? It doesn't have to be money. What? It's got to be something. Just tell me what you're. What it Fine. is. Fine. I want to be as tall as you. That's the bet. That's the bet. Okay. <laughs> so I have to buy you. <laughs> like lifts. Like lifts. And then what do I get? You get the. You have another tall friend. That's like t- heads I win, tails you lose. Yeah. That's not a bet. Fine. I feel like I'm matching wits with the Sicilian right now. Never match wits with the Sicilian. <laughs> Never. Um, yeah, well, yeah, it's a bummer. All right, that's um, a good okay. bet. I'm glad we got that on tape. Yeah. Or recorded. I'll think of something. <laughs> yeah, off mic, but, I'm sure. You know, it's just, it's, it's, it sucks because... I'm confident I, you I, don't I, win I'm the so championship. I'm so excited about the season starting, and yep. now, like, I'm not pissed off. Boy, they timed whatever. it. They timed like, it, like, too, didn't they? Yeah, like, whatever it happened, fucking, like... They knew, they knew about but it months be, ago. That's all they're going to fucking talk about during the game that are nationally televised. I doubt they'll talk about it during the game. Dude, ESPN, have you fucking watched ESPN lately? They have nothing. They're a bunch of yentas. You know what I think I should do? I should start looking up those websites that you go down instead of ESPN. Um, oh, dude, I block. I have ESPN blocked on my computer. Yeah, I don't like it. No, it's stupid. It's just a bunch of fucking jerk-offs from fucking Bristol, Connecticut. It's a bunch of personalities. And buy their suits at fucking raw stressful. It's just a bunch of guys trying to build their brand and personality. And, and half, girls. Half of the fucking analysts are former football players who are fucking brain dead retards. If you ever like paid attention, I could pick out at least fifteen instances of flawed syntax during a session. Oh, but I do that. I do that fifteen times a minute. I can't. Although I did play football. I don't know. Maybe I got my head. Yeah, but you're not getting paid millions of dollars to fucking analyze stuff in an analytical way. When they're talking, what if it feels relatable to the average fan? That's what I'm saying. Well, maybe I that's ju- a smart hire. No, it's not. Yeah. It, that's that's an oxymoron. You're talking you're talking upper upper eastern seaboard here. That's a red herring fallacy. 
Red herring fallacy? I don't know if it's a red herring it fallacy. Is. It, it is. is? Okay, explain that. Because you're saying that they're pandering to the fans by letting these fucking mongoloids fucking analyze the highlights. I don't think they're mongoloids, first of all. Well, you said people that understand it better when someone is speaking in a way that's very Neanderthal. What kind of stand that he threw the football? Did he rape the girl? Oh, yeah. Imagine like Howard Cosell uh, hearing some of the commentary these days. Or Vince Scully. Or... Vince Scully, yeah. Howard Cosell was fucking such a racist though. <laughs> well, he, he said a thing that definitely ended his career. But okay. he was also a big... He was also Should, a guy that like built up no, a right, lot of exactly. dudes, including exactly, Muhammad exactly. Ali, at, at a time who defended him. Yeah. Check it out, though. Not fashionable. This is uh, uh, this is something I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna say that I I am very much 100% convinced of. Hold on, let me get my seatbelt. <laughs> a girl that has it in her head that she wants to have a baby and get pregnant is like racism. That shit doesn't go away. Sounds like it's close to home. It sounds like when somebody, like the dude from the Bills, oh, dude, was a racist tweet. Those was just one, though. No, 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 no. No, there wasn't. He said all racist. We would have been the racist shit he probably did. Yeah, but how about people can change and learn? They can learn how to be more fucking, like, eloquent about their racism, maybe? You know what? I, I went to, um, by the time we got to, to Whittier, which is where I went to high school, um, you know, I had, I had grown up in a very multicultural environment, uh, you know, the six years, seven years preceding. And by the time we got there, I realized, like, they just didn't have exposure to different cultures on the level that we did where I had now been before. No, I'm not. What I'm saying is one of these guys. No, I'm not. Actually, three, three of these guys <laughs> um, that I went to high school with, we all ended up going on to the same college. And I noticed... A difference, which is called growth. If you haven't been around something, and I don't mean just a culture, I just mean anything. Like if I haven't, I had no idea how to record myself until the pandemic. I would usually mm -hmm. just go into a studio. Some guy would be like, there's the mic. Don't stand too close. Here's your music. Here's the track. Here's the click. When the red light goes on, we're recording. And now I've learned in two years what they're talking about. And, and I've tried. Right. It's like a never ending thing. But singing isn't ingrained in hate. Racism is. No, but if you're... Now, if I don't understand why my voice is, is sounding a certain way or doing something, then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be aggravated. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, it's going to hurt me to even try to figure out what's going on there. I'm going to be angry. Right. Like but now I, that I understand like your that there's... Your computer's not going to fucking have its daughter fuck a black guy and have the father fucking want to kill him. Uh, That's racism. That is racism. So I, I definitely saw way more of it when we where we moved in high school. Um, but then I also saw a few of my buddies start to, to, to realize how ignorant they were. Dude, I've seen black parents get mad when their daughter's dating another black guy. Well, that's unfortunate, but... I that's mean, fucking... It, like... <clears throat> why don't you find a nice white guy? I don't know, man. I don't get into all that. That's the thing. Neither do I, but it's out there and it's real and it's not going away. People that have that kind of hate, I believe that it's something that you really you can you can have someone be more tolerable over time, but when push comes to shove, yeah, you know, I don't know. I just I'm a case by case 
kind of guy these yeah, days. Yeah, I'm a general population because I study. Like, you're a dick. You're cool. You're a dick. You're cool. But you got to think, I study. I don't care where you're from. I, I, I study the science of behavior. Yeah. And I, I, I can tell you from an empirical standpoint that there is a large population of racism that has expanded over time. Mm-hmm. You know how the glaciers are shrinking? Mm-hmm. That's growing. Yeah, but I'm more into like solution-based approaches. So oh, like, so am I. I know you are. I yeah, know yeah. you. I definitely know you are, and that's why yeah. you go into great lengths to study all this stuff and ideally impart change over time. But I do it from a different perspective because I don't go to Syracuse. But you know what I want to do? I want to find a black guy and I want to like blow him in front of a bunch of racist people. That'll. Yeah. Like, how mad are you getting right now? Why are you? Why are you doing that? Two stones with one. They're racist and homophobic. Two balls with one cup. Like, I would behave gaily with a black guy in front of the people that fucking think that Confederate flags and Donald Trump are like the word of the law. You showed them. Yeah. Now. Would you not be... Now just watch now, and tolerate it. Now, wait a minute. But what about the guy that you're blowing? What if he doesn't want to be a part of that? What guy doesn't want to get blown? Just by, to piss off a bunch of racist people. John will do it. By another dude? John will do it. I don't know John. John's my assistant. He's gay and black. Well, that's different, yeah? Well, I'm not going to find some straight black guy. Okay. This is a well-thought-out plan. Do you think I would consider no, I, the it, sexual orientation of the man I'm blowing? It's clearly well-thought-out. <laughs> yeah. I think it's be like, wait, wait, you said you're not gay. I'm not. I'm proving a point. Yeah. What's that old joke? I'm not gay. My boyfriend is. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I hate, I hate cocaine. I just like the way it smells. Yeah. 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 Oh, so speaking of cocaine smell. Cocaine? Check this out. So I had an idea the other day. Uh oh. Yeah, that's the that's that's a perfect response. So, um, uh, have you ever had catastrophic diarrhea? Sure. Okay. I'm a man. <laughs> right now, when you know you're gonna have catastrophic diarrhea, uh-huh. and, and unless you like are like unable to do it normally. Yep. Twelve gauge shit gun. Right. Yep. You just go in there. You take your clothes off. You sit in the toilet. Sure. You just take it and worry about it after once you're done. Yeah, you, you get as as many articles of clothing removed from your person <laughs> right. proceeding immediately. Right. Proceeding. So, so that's like that's the kind of thing where you have to go on. Like you just you're in it, you accept it, you deal with it. I, I think that like eating ribs is like the catastrophic diarrhea of meals. Mm. Like it doesn't matter what the situation is. You could mm-hmm. be with a girl on your first date. Mm-hmm. You could be on a job fucking interview. It's just something that's very important. The other person mm-hmm. is not going to judge you. Yeah. They're like, okay, I brought you to a rib house. You're eating ribs. If you try to do it like a gentleman, I don't trust you. You're yeah. putting on a front. Is that a knife and a fork? What the hell are you doing? Right. Yeah. Right. Why are you already unwrapping the wet naps, dude? What are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. Go through all the towels on the table, then go to the wet nap. What you get for wearing an eggshell polo with a collar popped. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Right, that's another thing. You show up to a ribs wearing a white shirt. Yeah. You're yep. an asshole. Labor Day's over, motherfucker. Right. Labor Day's over. Yeah. That's exactly right. That's how I like approach situations now. At this point in my life, mm-hmm. like I, I'm not I am who I am. Like the change has already happened. This is the changed person. 
this you're, guy here. You're like poly- over the last four years. You I have- found out who I really am. Mm-hmm. So I just go into situations, fucking. This is what it is. So mm-hmm. the other night, I was out to dinner with a couple friends, and um, <laughs> who you know, uh, uh, Robin and, and and his wife and and I. Uh, and so Robin's like, well. Rosie's a vegetarian, so we should go somewhere, you know, that, you know, has, you know, a wide menu for like something that he can eat. And I'm like, oh, no, I'm like, you don't have to, like, I'll, I'll find something to eat. He goes, I bet you won't. <laughs> and I'm like, what do you mean? Brazilian? Brazilian fucking steakhouse. <laughs> oh, no. And, uh, but what he did was underestimated me. Uh-huh. So they go and they get the table. I'm like, oh, I got to make a quick phone call. There was a veggie grill right across the street. You had food delivered to another no, restaurant? I went over there and I ate real quick. Oh. Came back in and I was like, sat down. I'm like, can I get a glass of water? And I, what do you have for desserts? And I'm like, oh, I just ate that veggie grill. I'm like, yeah. Check me. Oh, yeah, dude. There's no backing you into any corners on no, this show. No, that's exactly yeah. what Robin said. He's like, yeah. there is no fucking drowning you, is there? Nope. Nope. <laughs> He's like, I'm like, if you went to the one in Long Beach on PCH in Atlantic. You move like water. How do you drown water? You don't. No. You don't. You just grow. You just watch you it just go. intensify. That's right. Yeah, it's like raging waters. But like, I'm the water, not yep. the fucking idiot on the fucking raft. Yeah. Yeah. Firm but fair. <laughs> Poly firm but fair. What, what, okay, so, so, um, of everything that, uh, that, you know, we were talking about with you making music and, 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 and reading music and me. Uh, you know, applying some of that to the podcast and uh, me being in school, you um, trying to match with autistic girls on some weird dates. <laughs> you, you read... Dude, like, honestly... It's just not even... If there's happened. any reason for me to hang on to my relationship, it's so... Because if, if we break up, dude, I haven't been on a date with a girl like in almost fucking three years. Yeah, you know? Yeah, dude. You're going to have to have a baby with her. Well, yeah, probably. To, maybe to avoid dating sites, I might. But could you imagine me being like, you know, after I get over that relationship, and I'm like, ah, I might try dating again, dude. There's no girl who's going to be able to, like, put up with me long enough to, like, get to this point where, like, we're comfortable. Yeah. You, you two, know? You, speaking of tree houses, you, you two have built a tree house together. It's still under construction. Yep. Uh, I believe you're adding a third wing yep. up there. But piece by piece, you're starting to pull that rope ladder up. Yeah. You know, you know and once that thing's fully in the treehouse, it's the two of you up there, and there's room for growth, i.e., babies. If I do decide to have a baby, know this: I will hate it and I will resent it. Mm-hmm. But I think that's how most dads are. Yeah, but you know, <laughs> I mean, they love us me. too, but they also no, no, hate no, and no, resent no. us. I, but I, I, I will, because if I do it, it'll be. I'm doing this, but under protest. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I'm doing this because. I don't want to be on dating sites. And then every other father, every father I've talked to says, when you first see your child, something caveman-like clicks yeah, in the back of your brain. you fucking throw up and want to kill it because the fucking bunch of shit falls out. The I, afterbirth, when that's it's, called the When it's cleaned and swaddled and you're holding it. I swaddle. I, I, I swaddle her now. I think you need a good swaddle. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. So I was thinking, here's what I'll do. If I do decide, okay, fuck it. Let's mm-hmm. have a family. I'm going to, this is how I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to fucking... Send her mm-hmm. from wherever Amazon or whatever little Celtics booties Uh-oh. and like a Celtics onesie. Uh-huh. And on the name, it's gonna say "fuck you." <laughs> Fine. That's such a Celtics baby. <laughs> yeah. Go fuck yourself. 
Fine. The more the more she talks to me, the more like I talk to my family. They're like, "Yeah, you shouldn't have a kid." No, you'd be a great dad. No, I, that's the thing. I would, but I would also fucking like it would think a baby right now. Like people don't look at the logic, my logic of why I don't want to have a kid right now. I'm going into a field where I don't have time to have a kid. I don't have time. To give the kid the attention, yeah, but give my girlfriend the attention she's gonna need. So you think, but you're you. So I know you are ridiculously. Uh, imp- it's in- ridiculously impressive how you're able to juggle so many different things. And but um, got a baby to that. That's something that you don't get to like. Oh, put yeah, on but you don't do it on your own. Right, and if I had a baby with her, she would be doing it on her own. No, I mean, you know what, but that's, there's something to be said about opposites attracting and balance and all that, because you do think about these things and maybe she doesn't in this particular case, but maybe she does too. And you're both highly capable people. You'd find a way, bro. There's no sending it back. She fucking started crying the other night because McDonald's forgot her fucking sweet and sour sauce. Well, it's obviously not about the McDonald's. It's about her having high expectations, being in a relationship with a guy who has none that's a good match. I'm just like, dude, who fucking cares? I'm like, have some ketchup. I didn't want fucking ketchup. I'm like, wow. Dude, I, although I haven't cried, I've definitely been angered by that. It's such a first world it's dilemma. It's such a fucking stupid thing. There's people who would love to eat these nuggets right now. I don't mean the nu- I don't mean the sauce. I just mean like, uh, actually, they've forgotten food or whatever. So you got to whip back around, and now there's eight cars in the thing. Okay, so then we have the baby, and then what? They fucking we leave the hospital. And something goes wrong, she's gonna stop fucking crying? Nah. Come on. No, it's because she would have given birth to it, dude. She'll end up resenting me and hating me because I look like I gotta go to work. Yeah, marriage. I'm not gonna get married. Oh, well, I'm then you have no problem. So I can fucking avoid having to deal with other shit. You'd be a great dad. She'd be a great mom. You guys would be a great parent. Consort. Parental consort. And you'd have a kid. You'd have a kid. Every night when I go to bed, I'll be thinking about that. Absolutely hates the Lakers. Wood chipper and spraying them like fucking. Hates the Lakers and loves peanut butter. That's everybody. Yeah, right. Welcome to the West Coast. You, you, by your own admission, just said you hated the Lakers. I did not say I hated the Lakers. Mm -hmm. I said I'm in hibernation until LeBron retires. Well. What if he retired and then Anthony Davis's eyebrow would get more time? Yeah, dude. I feel bad for Davis because he's good and he has to deal with that prima donna. Yeah, and he has to deal with the, the, how that prima donna views him on the court, which is not really not as the dominant force that he is. Yeah, dude. How do you have a big man like that and not use him? That's why fucking Kobe was able to win with Gasol. Mm-hmm. And Shaq and and well, Shaq was just give him the ball. Yeah, <laughs> that was unstoppable. Obviously, Shaq was more dominant, but in his prime. But you know, it's not like I mean, guys like that, dude. Shaq was the Cindy Lauper of dominance on the court. Oh, so like uh, that that number two overall pick, Chet Holmgren. I think he went to the Oklahoma Thunder. The big kid from Gonzaga. Yeah, he came into our restaurant. The Buffalo of the NBA. Yeah, yeah, he came into our restaurant and he realized like what a skinny seven two looks like. Because he's a kid. I mean, he's like 20, 21. He realized what a skinny No, I did. Oh, I thought you like, he walked into your restaurant. He was like, oh my God, I'm skinny. No. Oh, okay. And if you remember Grant Hill back in the day, I met him before. Oh, yeah. Well, Roboto. Yeah. yeah. These guys are really like, 
slender. I mean, they're amazing athletes, right? But they're very slender. But I also have met Shaq. And when you say 7-2 Shaq versus 7-2 Chet Holmgren, who's out for the year with an ankle, in- ankle injury you know who or I'm foot at? injury, you go, holy shit, this, this, this is no compare. I mean, Chet does it all. He can dribble. He can shoot from outside. He, does, he has a different game. But when you're talking about just getting the ball into somebody that size who can just turn around, move you out of the way with his elbow and dunk on, mm-hmm. on top of you yeah. and put you on a poster, yeah. uh, it's a very different. And, and Davis sort of has that physicality. You know who I met? Mm-mm. Sean Bradley. Tall guy himself. 7'6", yeah. right? Yeah. Something like that. That's a big dude. Yeah. I didn't he know, looks kind of slender. I didn't know who he was at first. You're just like, that's a big dude. Because I was, I was down in Florida. And uh, we were at the Red Sox spring training mm-hmm. down to, um, in um, Fort Myers. Mm-hmm. And he was there. I mean, you know, he's an athlete. He's probably into that shit. I played on that field, by the way. And he was sitting in front of me. Oh. And I, I tapped, down, I, like, down in front. I like, yeah. tapped him. And I was like, hey, man. I'm like, I know like you can't really help this. But like, would you mind switching with me? And he was like, no, not at all. And he stood up. And I'm like, I, we switched. And I'm like, ah, now it's your problem to the people behind me. And then my buddy was like, dude, that's Sean Bradley. And I was like, oh, really? I'm like, wow. I'm like, yeah, dude, Sean Bradley's fucking cool. Wait, was he on the Celtics? I don't know. Or is he from I, that area? I was, this was, when I was in a haze. I was like, probably 22. Just trying to figure why he'd be at that game. I mean, why not? It's summer. Like, he's not working. Yeah, we played on that field. It's a good, it's a you good played time. baseball on that field? Mm-hmm. Oh, no shit. Yeah. Why, what were you doing down there? Like AAU stuff, Junior Olympic stuff. Oh wow, that's like right up there with like the Cape Cod League. Well, we were younger. We were yeah, but right? I mean that's still like for that age group. Mm-hmm. Like Cape Cod League, like that's that's I think the best of those summer yeah. leagues. Dude, well, I'm, yeah, I'm, we I'm, I'm, this was like travel dad all the time. Travel ball stuff. Age ranges were like were fourteen to fourteen to sixteen. Yeah, at that time I was only pitching. Wow, I was a catcher, a damn good one too. Mm-hmm. I was. Yeah. You know, I, I was probably, like, for two years, the best player on the team. Because mm-hmm. I, I was, like, able like, a lot of catchers, their problem is, like, when you fucking have to stop a ball from being a pass ball or a wild pitch, like, containing it yeah. and holding the runners, I was fucking awesome at that. Yeah, you gotta be a, they call you guys the backstop. Yeah. Yep. And um, I, I swear, dude, like, I was going to get to play on the team that – like represented Massachusetts mm-hmm. and like the um the state like championship or whatever, mm-hmm. and I fucking broke my foot. Mm. Now I'm a catcher. When it healed, like yeah, dude, that's I was a, done. that's. I mean, it's rough to break anything, but yeah. as a catcher, dude, yeah. Yep. I remember like I broke my foot and I went to the doctor and he was like, "Look, man, he's like, uh, I know this isn't like as bad news as if you were like a professional baseball player, but mm-hmm. like it's gonna be like as traumatizing. Like, yeah, there's so much going on in yeah. your foot, dude. Like, yeah, a million bones, uh-huh. tendons, muscles, and yeah. it's all like intricately built around that arch. And if you screw that <laughs> up, dude, in the top. dude, it was so hot when we were playing there. Our catcher oh, actually passed so out. He passed out from heat exhaustion. Yeah, it was rough, dude. Yeah. Like. And then, and then he woke up. They left him in the game. It was like the 90s. They left him in the game, got him some Gatorade and a slap across the face, put him back out there. And then the pitcher that was throwing at the time, he's like 15, 16 years old. The guy was throwing like 93, 94. Yeah, those guys were incredible. He guy. was thinking this yeah. guy, Todd, that we had on our team, he was, he was really impressive. Anyway, the guy hits a foul ball, but it's just barely off the top. 
So it doesn't really, it almost accelerates. Right, yeah. And yeah, it goes. You get the inertia going up. Yeah. yeah. So, so they put this guy, JJ, back in the game, the catcher. The ball glances off the bat, hits him right, Ooh, the, right did at the eyes. Break his nose. Uh, no, but he was bleeding, and then he just sits down and passes out again. And I mean, it was just like three pitches after they'd put him back in the game. <laughs> We're like, this, can we give JJ the the rest of the day off? He'll be back. He'll be fine tomorrow. The, the coolest thing about that baseball um, team that I was on, um, like I got hurt, yeah, it sucked. I couldn't play, but. When um, we were like, it was like if we had the game to play, and if we had won that game, mm-hmm. we would have went to the state regionals. Mm-hmm. And um, fucking Derek Lowe came and talked to us. Damn. And this is when Derek Lowe was good. Oh yeah, he was like, the man. Like we were no hitter and like fucking sinkerball master yeah. of Boston. Yeah. And he came and talked to us. I remember I'm sitting there, and I was like, "Why you couldn't get Pedro?" <laughs> Derek Lowe looked at me and started laughing his ass <laughs> off. It's clearly like I'm bumped. I got this big air cast on. Yeah. You know? And uh, and he like, talked to us and stuff. And I was like, dude, I'm like, this is really fucking cool. Like, thanks for coming and talking to us. He goes, yeah, well, I'm not Pedro. I go, no, you're not. No. But I was damn, such a dick you, to him. You man. guys definitely had some really yeah. you had chilling Pedro. Fucking yeah. Chilling. Low in his prime. Great things for the Red Sox. Loved him when he was there. That guy is a fucking dick. Yeah, I heard. He got fired from all that stuff. He got huh? fired from all that stuff for, for being a fucking white racist fucking idiot. Oh, was he racist? Is that what he was doing? That it was all subtle subtle racism, you know, when he was talking about I didn't I didn't But then he I just heard he got fired from a he, bunch of he, stuff. He he convinces the fucking Rhode Island State Commission Board to allow him to operate a business out of there, like thirty eight sports. Oh, anyone can open a business in Delaware or Rhode Island. No, not Rhode Island. Oh, That's sorry. Different. Delaware, my bad. And he fucking like promised all these jobs, got like fucking all these um all these state funded fucking like business loans and stuff, and fucking bankrupted the company. The guy is worth fucking millions, and he did some shit like that. Oh, he's put a... like sixty people out of work that have uh, left their jobs to work for him. That's not good. No, it's not. That's bad. No, he dude, he the governor of Rhode Island said if you come back here. I will have you arrested. Like, he's like, you are persona non grata. Throw you in clam jail. <laughs> yeah, well, they really can't arrest him for it. But, like, if he shows up on Rhode Island, dude, he's going to fucking get the old harangue, you know? But, yeah, and I love Rhode Island. Rhode Island's great, dude. I lived in Providence for a while. Great mm-hmm. little Italian fucking town, man. Big time Italian town. Yeah. Yeah, you ever been? You never been, have you? No. You ever been to uh, Hollywood Beach, Florida? Mm, can't say it's a haze. Let's keep it that way. Okay. All right. So, Billy Long wants Polly Firm. Mm-hmm. We're going to call it a day. I think that we covered a lot of fucking cool stuff today. Well, I know I'll sleep tonight. I'm going to go to sleep as soon as you leave. I bet. You've probably been up since like dawn. Well, I went to the end of going to the gym. East Coast dawn. Wait, I thought you were going to the gym with... Speaking of Don, well, different different yeah, spelling. We, we were gonna like I was talking about it last night, and he was just he didn't convince me beyond a reasonable doubt that he was gonna go. So like I'm gonna go get it in. So yeah, I got done with class and I had a three hour break. And I'm like, yeah, fuck, it, I'm gonna go work. Oh, I got gyms right at the Westminster Mall. Choose. Good for so you, I went, bro. I worked out. When you called me, I was literally on my way home. Dope. Yeah. And that's the days of win. Win. No matter I got what all happens, my schoolwork done. I got the gym in. Shit, dude, it's got like the podcast done. It's not even. Yeah, it's yeah. not even. Only thing that would make this day even better is if we get done and Dulcie calls and she goes, oh, "I want to come over and I just get to go in my room and cuddle with her and go to bed." That would make this mm, like get, a get day that day AC day. on, get that blackout yeah. curtain going. Yeah. 
And it's not even, I'm not even talking about like sex. I'm talking about just. No, I know. Yeah, just like laying down with her and just. Trying to sink your doing breathing. Doing the best I can do right now to love her without fucking putting one in her. Yeah. But baby, not her. Well, I guess I have to put my dick in her. Or I could just like. They you know, are usually. Yeah. Found together. I could just, you know, have her suck my dick, blow it in her mouth, have her put it in my mouth, and I could spit it into her vagina. That's a really elaborate way. If they want to get pregnant, this is how we're doing it. That's like uh, going to get gas by by buying drilling rights. Okay, that that one took me a minute. That's actually, it's a funny. It's it's a very elaborate, elaborate, intelligent fucking joke. But yeah, yeah, I get it. I mean, it's not exactly like yeah. that. Or like being like, I'm gonna go on a trip. I'm gonna take a a vacation from myself, and instead of like going somewhere, like you know, where like. MC Hammer pants. And close your eyes. Yeah. yeah. Throw on... Uh, Vacation from ourselves. Kokomo by the Beach Boys. I hate the Beach Boys. No, I don't hate the Beach Boys. I hate the other band. Beatles? No. no. The Birds. Nope. Monkeys. Nope. They have that same kind of like oceany California... Jan and Dean? The Mamas and the Papas. California Dreaming. Yeah. Anybody I could have wrote that song. They just did it first. It's so fucking stupid. It's like no progression. Shut up. And Bob Dylan, dude, I hate Bob Dylan. Like, when's he gonna die? The only thing that's gonna be the downside of him dying is that everyone's gonna talk about it. Legacy, Bob Dylan. That guy's been dead for thirty fucking years. He just hasn't died yet. <laughs> yeah, I remember like fifteen years ago, I saw like the OC Weekly. Oh yeah, I remember the OC Weekly. Pretty yeah. good, pretty good. Little, yeah. They may still make it, but it was a pretty good little cultural. Yeah, because they had, and that's like the equivalent of like back when we had the Boston Phoenix. Yeah, yeah, and a lot of uh, sort of like culturally uh, syndicated based, culturally based syndicated mm-hmm. yeah, the, articles. Yeah, Ask a Mexican. Yeah, Ask a Mexican. Yeah, yeah. I think Dan Savage's yeah. thing came out of there originally. That guy should clean Taco Tuesday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but uh, so, but <laughs> I remember the music columnist was reviewing Bob Dylan at the OC Fair, and she goes, oh, God. she was like, it was so funny. She was like. You know, I had to go see Bob, not because of my job, but because I got a chance to see Bob Dylan before he died. That's such a weird thing you've always wanted to do. This is like 15 years ago, too. And she's like, and I think what I saw was a witch doctor uh, (laughs) casting chants and spells across the crowd. I couldn't really tell what song he was doing because he very famously just reworks every song every time. That guy has written the same album 30 times. Yeah. And he's like, so she's like, so... I think I heard like a Rolling Stone, but it was so different than any version I'd ever heard that all I really heard was. Jugga, jugga, jugga. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> see, that girl saying I had to see Bob Dylan not because of my job is like me saying, like, oh, I've always wanted to go to binding arbitration. It's <laughs> a weird thing you've always wanted to do. You know? I mean, yeah, but Bob, I mean. Dude, give me James Taylor. Bob sells tickets. Give me Elvis Costello. I can't, I love, I've never met a more polarizing, there's a song in the movie Notting Hill that I can't stand, and it's for the soundtrack or whatever, they use it on the soundtrack, repeatedly by the way, more than once, and I'm like, who the fuck, this guy's voice is horrible, and it's Elvis Costello, and I'm like, dude, there are some songs that guy has done where I'm like, this is amazing. That's Hugh Grant? Yeah, and uh, Julia, or, uh, uh, what's her name, Uh, Julia Roberts. Elvis Costello. Oh, she? 
Yeah. Yeah, that's a shitty song. Bro, his voice is like, uh, it sounds like a, someone's trying to start a 39 diesel. It's better than Bob Dylan. Yeah. You know, I, 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 I love James Taylor. Like, I'm not a big, like, you know, singer-songwriter from that Eric poppy singer-songwriter, but... Did you say that? Uh, somebody was like, James Taylor... Oh, uh, yeah. That's a terrible song. But he's like... But... But... You can't cast dispersions on Elvis Costello just because of that one song. Because... No, that's what I'm saying. It's 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 so polarizing. He did a great fucking cover of um of uh with Burt Bacharach. Of like, who doesn't love Burt Bacharach? I mean, he's such a crafty songwriter, you mm-hmm. know? Like this guy's in love. That's a fucking great song. Mm-hmm. And um that's what Costello did. He's uh, a professional songman. He's fucking great. Like like I but I, I do like I fucking love Leonard Cohen. I love Tom Waits. But Tom Waits, like, he started off with like, you know, um, closing time, like that album he did, and um, and and uh, uh, hope I don't fall in love or whatever the fuck it was called. Um, or uh, what the hell is that fucking song called? But then he released, you know, Rain Dogs, and that fucking album is incredible. Mm-hmm. It's an incredible. I hope that I don't fall in love with you. This song. So he started off like this. Mm-hmm. You know, very soulful, you know. And, um, you get the. Jesus. A very, you know, love song. You know, ballad. He was like, he was trying to. Guy st- drunk at a piano. Still trying to sing back then. Then, this fucking. I guess he, like, Zappa gave him drugs? Three years later. It's like he lost his voice and just got weird. His voice is like a rag that's been soaked in bourbon. Uh-huh. And then fucking got ran over by a fucking 56 Oldsmobile. Started a forest fire. Right. And then was... And then just magic. Was found at the yeah. scene of the crime. And I love that. And that, that, that's the thing about music that I love is that it, it doesn't matter where someone starts. Yeah. Great musicians evolve. Yeah. Like we used to call them sellouts. Like people call Metallica sellouts when they release Load. It's like, dude, why? <laughs> why are they sellouts? Dude, yeah, they sell out auditorium, right? Or, or right, coliseum. Yeah, they sell out everything. And people, stadiums. People, there's the word. People giving fucking um. Uh, Green Day got it real hard. Well, they suck. Uh, but <laughs> whatever, dude. You like Green Day? Dude, I think they're great. Well, that's fine. I'm not saying that you're. I don't. I don't own their albums, but I, I think, think they're great. Suck. I just don't, we don't agree with Green Day. I, well, No Effects is my favorite punk band of all. You know, I'm okay with No Effects. I'm more of a Descendants kind of guy. Sure. You know, I like the Descendants. I like the Circle Jerks. I like the Dead Milkmen. Come on, dude. Sri Lankan Sex Hotel? Milkman. Yeah. The Dead Milk- or the Minutemen. Oh. Old you, school. You know uh, Big Black? Mm-mm. They're great. Good? Oh, yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I got to pee and flee, dude. That's Sparks. Sorry. Have you listened to Sparks yet? No. I've said... I'm sorry, man. I'll don't, get. Don't, don't apologize. I'm gonna do it on the way home. Don't be sorry. Be better. Oh, fuck off. I love you, dude. I love you too. We'll see you next week, honkies. Bye. <laughs> Good night, Melvin, <laughs> Australia, wherever you are. And what's-